If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. My passion is the fight for freedom. My father fought for World War II defending our country. Today, we are no longer fighting with guns. Instead, we are fighting an ideological battle for control of our country. By contributing to causes that support your constitutional rights, I am Patriot Mobile. That was a shooting gallery up there. I could hear the tremble in his voice. She suffered a fairly severe beating, and the, the video is, is pretty graphic. Justice for us seems almost impossible. It's not fun to watch somebody die, and they knew she was in mortal peril. They have not asked the hard questions. Why was the Capitol intentionally unsecure that day? The FBI had information about security concerns before January 6th. They're out for blood, and they're getting it. They appear to be winning. Were the actions of the Capitol Police out of line? Were there violations and use of force? Now I describe it as an inside job. I'm ready to do whatever God calls me. There's an old Chinese saying my ancestors learned before the Communist Party took over our country. The family is the essential unit of human society and that you must have honor and defend your family. But it's not always easy to do. When the regime gives the order, you have to kill. My heart was pounding. I felt my body bouncing and twisting on the floor. They put numbers on our shoulders, then separated us into rows of even and odd numbers. I was number nine. My brother, he's still in prison. And my sister, she was sent to a labor camp without a trial. But there's one piece of evidence they haven't been able to destroy yet. everything behind. If I can't expose what they did to us, 
then all of our suffering would be for nothing. Welcome to Chosen Generation with your host, Pastor Greg Young. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should shew forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. And now, Chosen Generation, where no topic is off limits and everything is filtered through biblical glasses. And now, here's your host, Pastor Greg. And welcome back to Chosen Generation Radio, where no topic is off limits and everything filtered through biblical glasses. And I'm taking a little bit of a trip down uh, a little bit of memory lane, but I want us to understand, and and I I closed out the last segment uh, just exhorting you to please contact your congressman and your senator, Capital Switchboard number 202-224-3121, 202-224-3121, and tell them we want charges of treason and seditious conspiracy brought against the Democrats that brought impeachment charges against the President of the United States, Donald John Trump, under the false pretense of the Steele dossier. And we want all of those involved in the conspiracy that involved the Steele dossier to be brought up on charges of sedition and treason, and we want them prosecuted to prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And and quite frankly, if the if the head of the Department of Justice, which we know, you know, he's 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 refusing to do this, but if the head of the Department of Justice is not going to do his job then he needs, if Attorney General Merrick Garland and FBI Director Christopher Wray refuse to do their jobs, and right now, by the way, uh, new report that that Biden has, in fact, been linked based on a FBI whistleblower. Now, let's verify the documentation. Let's make sure this is true. Let's make sure this is accurate. Let's make certain. But predicated on what we understand based on disclosures uh, that have come to their attention, written out in an unclassified FD-1023 form, there's an alleged criminal scheme involving then-President Biden, Vice President Biden and a foreign national relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions. Well, we know for a fact that he bragged about, bragged about withholding money from... Ukraine, unless they removed a prosecutor that was going to prosecute his son and ultimately potentially prosecute him for their collusion in Ukraine. That being said, that being said, we are calling on Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray, who... <laughs> I don't know why there's any reason to believe that they would follow the rule of law now. 
but we're calling on them to bring charges of treason and sedition against every member of the of Congress that was involved in voting for the impeachment and and in bringing the charges even of impeachment against President Donald John Trump based on this Steele dossier that we now know and, and, and everyone involved in that whole entire conspiracy because it was a conspiracy. It was a conspiracy to take down the President of the United States of America, thus dismantling the nation. It was a conspiracy. And that conspiracy, I believe, has tentacles that will, that if, 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 if actually followed and tracked, I would, I would strongly suggest, ladies and gentlemen, that there's a connection between those individuals involved in all of that and the Clinton campaign and what happened in the summer of 2020 and the fires and the burning and the rioting and all of that, all of that orchestrated by Obama, by Clinton, by those that are engaged, Brennan working as a minion of likely Obama, Clapper, all of them. Here's here's Bill Federer, our historian, uh, talking about how our founders addressed these kinds of issues. And uh, there I am today, here I am today, and there I am four years ago. Look how nice. Look at that. Yeah, much better. All right, here we go. Check it. Our resident historian here at Chun Generation Radio, uh, he is uh, just absolutely a walking historical encyclopedia, and I welcome him to the program. Bill, thanks for being here today. Good to have you. Oh, great to be with you, Greg. Well, so let's talk about the State of the Union. Of course, it's coming up now tomorrow. It's been pushed back because of the whole budget issue and and what was going on with that. But uh, how did the State of the Union get started, and and what's the significance of it? Uh, Give us a little bit of a history lesson here, if you would, Bill. Well, thank you. Well, the uh, Constitution has several articles and uh, one of the articles uh, article 2 section 3 says that the president shall give uh, congress information in the state of the union and it just says from time to time so it, it really is not a, um, a originally set in stone thing uh, so george washington uh, addressed the congress in new york People forget that New York City used to be the capital of the United States. And uh, so he addressed it. And then he decided just to write out an address. And so every single president would just write it out. This began with Thomas Jefferson. He said, you know, why should we have to uh, show up over, over at Congress? Just write it out. And so all the way from Thomas Jefferson to Woodrow Wilson, the State of the Union address was simply a written-out document uh, with the help of the cabinet, and it was to lay out the agenda for the country. And uh, one of the reasons um, 
that Jefferson, uh, he, like the states, uh, you had a sort of a struggle at the beginning of the country between uh, a strong centralized government and a weak centralized government. Uh, and Jefferson was on the side wanting the, the government weak, the federal government, so that the states could be stronger. And uh, so that was sort of the theme. So uh, what happened, Jefferson said, okay, the kings of Europe would give their throne address or the queen's address or something where they would basically say this is the agenda for the country and uh, everybody would have to implement it. And Jefferson said, no, uh, I don't want that pomp and circumstance. Let's just write it out. So it was written out all the way to Woodrow Wilson. Now, when Woodrow Wilson decided he wanted to personally show up and address Congress, it sort of caused some waves because they're like, you're breaking tradition to do this. And, but he wanted to rally support for his programs and, uh, you know, especially when we get, got involved in World War I. And so every president from Woodrow Wilson to today, with the exception of Herbert Hoover, uh, gave a State of the Union address in person, uh, showed up. Now, uh, with the advent of radio, uh, now it began to address the country. And then especially with the advent of television. And so this changed the State of the Union uh, entirely uh, and gradually moved into uh, a political address. And uh, the different uh, parties would present their views, not necessarily to Congress, but they realized they were addressing the whole country. And then the country could put pressure on their congressmen. So uh, Reagan was really good at this. Um, he had Tip O'Neill was the Speaker of the House, and he was like a stick in the mud trying to stop everything that Ronald Reagan tried to do. And so Ronald Reagan, in his State of the Union, appealed directly to the people. And this was the first time a president did this, and it worked. And so it, it put pressure on Tip O'Neill, and he ended up you know, um, uh, compromising on certain things to get different pieces of legislation through. Uh, but uh, that time till now, uh, it has taken on this political aspect. So, so this is where we're at, and we need to play the game, and we need to play it right, and realize it is a national and even an international audience. And, um, you know, it's one of the things I always bring up, right brain, left brain. Uh, there's the legal, I'm sorry, the, the logical arguments, and then there's the emotional arguments. And it's interesting, They're called, it's called rhetoric, and it actually goes back to ancient Athens. And um, so if you have a king, he simply dictates what's going to happen. If it's a democracy or a republic, the people are effectively the king. And so in a, in a democracy, now the word democracy has two meanings. One is this general concept that the people participate in ruling themselves, which is good. The second is an actual form of government. And as an actual form of government, a democracy only ever worked on a very small scale where every single citizen is present every day. And so it only worked on a citywide level, like a city-state. And so every citizen had to show up at the marketplace, the agora, the marketplace, every day in Athens and talk politics. And if you didn't show up for a couple of days in Athens, you didn't know what was going on, and you were labeled an idiotus, an idiot. 
a republic is where you take care of your family and your farm and you have someone in your place that goes to the market every day and talks politics. They are your representative. So the REP in republic is the REP in representative. So a republican form of government is a representative. Again, so democracy, demo means people, crossing means rule. The people rule directly. They have to show up. Republic, the people rule, but through their representatives. And so when we pledge allegiance to the flag and to the republic, we're pledging allegiance to us being in charge of ourselves, carrying out our will through these people we hire called representatives. Uh, but So when somebody protests the flag, what they're effectively saying is, I don't want to be the king anymore. I protest this system where I participate, where people participate in ruling themselves. It's like, okay, if, if people, if you're protesting this flag and the republic for which it stands, the only alternative is a king, is the king dictating, the government dictating to everybody. And so that's why, America, you'll see the terms uh, that we're a republic, and then we're, in a sense, a uh, democratically elected republic as we elect our representatives. Um, all that being said, um, in, in Athens the, and in Rome, the people were in charge. And so they developed these uh, techniques of persuading the people. And so you see these orators like Demosthenes and so forth in Athens that were very eloquent. And then in Rome, you had Cicero and these different um, speakers that were very eloquent. Why didn't you see them develop in in Muslim countries or in, you know, Chinese dictate, you know, emperors, because the, you weren't trying to sway uh, the people. Maybe you'd sw- try to have one person swaying the emperor, but it was in these democracies and republics that you developed these techniques called rhetoric and they're persuasive um, techniques. And so rhetoric is the Greek concept. Now the word citizen in, it developed in Athens and the word citizen means co-ruler. So we're all citizens of America. We're all co-kings. And you have to think of it like that. We're all co-kings, which is great. You get to decide what's going on. But the flip side is you're held accountable to God if, if it messes up. <laughs> and so if there's things going wrong and they're teaching stuff to little kids that Jesus wouldn't teach, Jesus says, if you cause one of these little ones that believes in me to stumble, better that a millstone be put around your neck and you'd be thrown in the depths of the sea. And so here we are, we're the king, and we're letting this stuff be taught. We're going to be held accountable to God. So it's a serious aspect to it. If they're killing little babies, um, like what we see, you know, that those uh, different states that have that, right? they're going to hold us accountable. God will hold us accountable because we, the people, are citizens. We're the co-rulers. We're the king. Anyway, so uh, rhetoric, speaking techniques, uh, the State of the Union Address. Now, this is a republic. The people are the ultimate rulers, and it's developed into to swaying them. And um, rhetoric has three parts to it. And interrupt me if, if uh, we need to take a break. So should I keep going here? All right. <laughs> um, uh, I'm assuming that's okay. So rhetoric has three parts. It's logos, pathos, and, and ethos. Uh, ethos is where we get the word ethics and it's the ethical reputation of the person speaking. And that's come down to us as the introduction. And so you introduced me on the radio program today. You said Bill's an author, he's a nationally known author. Uh, and that adds to my ethos. People say, Oh, okay. But if you think of it, it's the introduction of a speech. So let's say you walk into a room late and the speaker's talking and he's saying all these kind of stuff you're listening, but in the back of your mind, you're thinking, who is this guy? How does he know what he's talking about? And, and it, but if you get there uh, early 
and the introduction is, this is Dr. So-and-so. He's got these PhDs. He's got these degrees. He's written all these books. He's been, you know, on television and this and that. He can say the exact same words, but they carry more weight because of who he is, because of his ethos, because of his rep- ethical reputation of being trustworthy. And so that is very important to us. Uh, it's, a, it's a persuasive technique. Uh, and we see that we, with commercials. Uh, they can put a no-name person to do, be in the commercial, or they can put a Hollywood person in the commercial. And all of a sudden, that commercial carries more weight because of the ethos, because of the who personality that's making the same statement. Does this make sense? And um, am I still with you? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm with you. I apologize. I apologize. Sometimes I get on a roll. Uh, actually, there's been instances where I've been on my cell phone doing an, a radio interview, and my phone cuts out. And I'm talking away, and then um, the phone's ringing, and I'm like, why is this phone call coming in while I'm on the radio? Look, it's the radio station, and my call was dropped, and it's like, oh, great. So, I apologize. Yeah, for no, no, no. Um, no, it's cool. There. I want to go back to what you were saying about uh, the, the, the difference of democracy and republic. And 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 that and that representation to make sure that we that we that we really differentiate the difference, um, because because I think that's really really important because you know there are a lot of people who have been taught for a number of years now that we live in a democracy and. Democracy is the idea really of majority rule or even or even potentially mob rule. As opposed right. and so Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, very, very important point. Now democracy uh, works on a small scale, like a church committee meeting. Uh, you got everybody in the room and then you say, Okay, everybody, you know, pray and seek the Lord and now let's vote. Uh, and so you can do that. And so in Athens, 6,000 citizens were in Athens, and they all had to show up every day. And once it gets larger than a city, than, than a city, you cannot logistically show up every day. And so you would have to have somebody in your place uh, go and listen to be, to what's being talked about in the city and come back and tell you. And then you would share your opinions, and they would send them back. But guess what? the intermediary can flavor it one way or the other. They can, they can put their own opinions into what they're going to report. And then of course you, it's like an interpreter, you know, with the Indians, you know, you got the, and the interpreter can slant it one way or the other. And so uh, what happens is that that's media. So in a pure democracy, uh, the media is actually what controls it. So if you think of it, um, you know, it's it's this flow of who controls the the information. And, well, um, let's okay, uh, and, and let's stop real quick and give a, a a a you know three week old example of the dangers of that. The Covington Catholic boys, okay, were stand were standing uh, on on the mall in Washington D.C. waiting for their bus to come. 
They had just had a wonderful day. They had gone and they had been a part of the March for Life. They were standing there respectfully minding their own business when the Hebrew Black Israel group started hurling insults at them and a group that also had relationship with this Indian group, although, you know, some wanted to say, oh, well, they were, he, they were throwing uh, insults at the, at, the, at the Indians as well. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe they were, but the guy that went over beating the drum and, and mad rushed the Covington Catholic boys, there are plenty of pictures of him sitting with and fellowshipping with and being in happy union with the Hebrew Israeli boys. I, I don't want to get too down in the mud in that, but the point of it is is that the first pictures that were released were chopped up pictures, Bill. They weren't they weren't the facts. Social media got into a storm, right? Yeah. And the media reacted to social media, which is where two-thirds of Americans now get their news from Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and whatever, okay? And they ran that as the story. And so the democracy vilified the Covington Catholic boys as being the aggressors and the bad guys and the ones that needed to be put away. Quick note here, uh, as, as we now know, the, uh, the, the reality, the truth of, of, of that situation is, and, and of course, uh, one of the uh, young men who was a part of that, uh, hang on one second, see. Uh, Covington Catholic boy gets... Nick Sandman was the young man that was assaulted and confronted. And Nick Sandman was given a settlement uh, by NBC. I believe that he was also, yep, he was given a $275 million settlement by CNN. So, you know, when I said here in this interview, which happened uh, well before the other, this was uh, almost eight months, uh, nine months before that settlement took place. Um, that about the defamation case and and the and and Sandman filing the lawsuits. Uh, as a matter of fact, the Washington Post settled for two hundred and fifty million dollars. So yeah, Nick Sandman will 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 never, never ever 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 have to work. Uh, for the rest of uh, of his life, um, but of course, Nick Sandman also had this gigantic target put on him. But the point is, is that, uh, and and I didn't know this then, um, but media was held accountable, and they knew they were liable. Uh, they were pointing to social media and suggesting, but they had a responsibility. To check truth. All right, uh, let's get back here to uh, Mr. Bill Federer. Yeah, uh, quick story. Athens had a admiral in a naval battle 
and they are fighting. They eventually win, but it's stormy, and he cannot rescue everybody. And when he gets back to shore, the people whose loved ones did not get rescued, they stirred Athens up into this mob frenzy, and they, they killed the admiral. And Plato even witnessed this and said, you know what, this democracy is not going to work because you just, whoever controls the, the, the tone of, you know, and then afterwards everybody feels bad about it. Well, it's too late now. And so a, a republic does move slower because you go through these representatives. But real quick, I noticed the time slip anyway. Yep. I talked about uh, ethos, ethical reputation. The second is logos. And this is a, a persuasive technique, and it means logic. And so you present a logical argument. And third is pathos. That's the, where we get the word passion. And this is the emotional appeal. And even Aristotle said, no logical argument is successful without an appeal to passion. And so we see in the State of the Union address, uh, for the longest time, Republicans would just give out facts and facts and facts. And the Democrats would say, we just appeal to passion. We have, you know, so-and-so here was going through this situation and so forth. And it just appeals to the emotion of the listener. And so these are techniques that are being used, and uh, obviously you need to use them uh, and be aware of them to push good causes. And when somebody's pushing a bad cause, you can uh, highlight it and say, wait a second, right. um, I'm not going to be duped. But we have to understand that uh, our country was designed. So if you think of it as a little connecting uh, phrase, the country is controlled by laws. Laws are controlled by politicians. Politicians are controlled by voters. Voters are controlled by public opinion, and public opinion is controlled by the media and education, media in the short run and education in the long run. So whoever controls media and education controls the country, right? Even yeah. the Bible says, you know, you have a thought that's conceived, and then it brings forth sin, but it starts in the thought realm. And so whoever gets to plant the thought in the person's heads, uh, it's like the software program. You get to get these little kids in the classroom. You can program their brains with software, and guess what? They're going to act out what you just put in there. And the media does it in the short run. And now that's all being said. Uh, you get a good person in, uh, and they want to push a good agenda. They need to know uh, how to present it. And uh, I will say that Trump does a really good job at it um, because uh, he – does not try to get off into uh, things that are too hard for the common person to understand. He sort of, it's the KISS principle, you know, he keeps it simple. And um, it's interesting, the other side can spend millions of dollars on consultants and get uh, teleprompter screens and have, you know, the previous president just read all this stuff that's been, you know, tested against um, test groups, how they do those things. And, um, but Trump sort of has this innate uh, sixth sense um, where he can uh, he knows without having to do all these polling uh, how to speak and how to hit the hot buttons and so forth and, and yep. get a pulse for where the country's at. But um, anyway, it's always great to be on with you, Greg. And, Thank you. Um, and I know this half hour has gone by pretty quick. Yes, but, sir. Uh, uh, Want to encourage folks to go to the Children's Generation Radio front page, click on Bill Federer's name. Get signed up for the American Minute, and uh, you will get uh, real history delivered into your email box each day. Print them off. Share them with your family and your friends. Encourage them also 
we need to take back uh, what the left has done to skew what real history is. And I encourage you to do uh, sign up for American Minute again on the front page, chosengenerationradio.com. Click on Bill Federer's name under CG Contributors, and you'll go directly over to the American Minute. Also encourage you to support Bill by so purchasing next, his wonderful like, books, and they make great like gifts and a great opportunity for you to know more about American it can history. Really Bill, help with inflammation always you're enlightening. Clean Thank the you so much for being with us tomorrow. It'll be uh, that much more interesting to see how much that basically ethos, is put into a logo. formulation that's naturally occurring that uses different processes from polarization to heating to cooling to different types of catalysts which will go in the body and really help communicate to get rid of those things that don't need to be there. People don't understand why there's so many autoimmune disorders, but our environment's toxic. The land, air, and water have changed. We've been exposed to nuclear war, and the issue is if there's a nuclear bomb or there's pollution or there's war in one country, it actually affects everything up to the stratosphere. So we're all connected, and we've really got to clean things out. You can pick up your clean slate today at CGRforlife.com. That's CGRforlife.com. Pick up your clean slate today. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my standard size MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Or you can get custom fit with my premium queen size MyPillows, regularly $79.98, now just $29.98. Or my king size, regular $89.98, now just $34.98. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. If you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hi, I'm Tim Sheff, a certified natural health practitioner of over 40 years. I want to introduce you to a product that changed my life. The product's called Vibe, available at cgrwellness.com. I thought I was on a good nutritional program before I discovered Vibe. I was taking the traditional vitamin and mineral tablets. wasn't really feeling any different. So I tried Vibe. Vibe is an all-in-one vitamin and mineral supplement. It's a liquid multivitamin. It's cold-pressed, whole food source non-radiated, gluten-free, and has no pasteurization. Vibe is like fresh juicing without all the work. It supports four areas of the body cardiovascular health, immune health, anti-aging, and healthy cell replication. Vibe is available in a 32-ounce bottle for home use or a very handy one-ounce travel packet for life on the go. The first time I tried Vibe, I had more energy in about 20 minutes. I started thinking clear. Even believe I slept better. Get yours today at cgrwellness.com. Coupon code CHOSENGENRADIO at checkout and receive $20 off your first order of $50 or more. That's cgrwellness.com. Coupon code CHOSENGENRADIO. Get yours today. These statements have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Any of the products do not treat, reduce, cure, or prevent disease. My passion is the fight for freedom. My father fought for World War II defending our country. Today, we are no longer fighting with guns. Instead, we are fighting an ideological battle for control of our country. By contributing to causes that support your constitutional rights, I am Patriot Mobile.
You can support Chosen Generation and make a tax-deductible donation by visiting www.chosengenerationradio.com. And now, back to Chosen Generation with Pastor Greg. And welcome back to Children Generation Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Greg. This is an interview. You know, there is a, a recent uh, question that was asked of the uh, White House press secretary. I played uh, a, a clip of this yesterday during, uh, or Wednesday, during the uh, interview I did with uh, Michael Morris, uh, in, in which she made uh, the statement. She said, well, you know, uh, we've had a 90% reduction in, uh, in illegal immigration invasion. No. Uh, this is an interview that I did with Victor Avila. And, uh, and, and again, folks, this is, uh, you know, this, this is an older interview, but none of this has changed. In fact, it's even gotten worse. And this addresses the issue of, uh, of, of, of what's happened with our kids. Watch this. Welcome to Chosen Generation with your host, Pastor Greg Young. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should shew forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. And now, Chosen Generation, where no topic is off limits and everything is filtered through biblical glasses. And now, here's your host, Pastor Greg. And welcome aboard. I'm Pastor Greg. Thank you so much for taking a moment to watch this very special presentation. My guest, Victor Avila. You can find more about him at VictorAvilaTX.com, an agent under fire. Victor is a long-term agent. He and his partner were ambushed by the cartels in, on the Mexico side doing undercover work. They were His partner, uh, Agent Zapata, was murdered. He was left for dead. He is alive and with us today and running for Texas Land Commissioner. But we're here to talk about this issue. And here's a picture I'm showing, Victor, of this massive caravan. Talk to me about the massive caravans that are approaching our border, please. They continue, Pastor Greg, to come in masses at different times at different ports, uh, at different parts of our Texas border. That one that you're showing is... And let's be clear, there there are reports right now, right now, in May, on May 5th of 2023, of thousands, thousands, and, and in six days, Title 42 goes away, and there are reports that there are mass amounts of illegal immigrants and caravans directed at our border to overwhelm our border patrol. All right, here we go. Over 1,500 individuals in Eagle Pass, Texas. They, I was actually on the border at a, a little further uh, south of that location when these individuals came in. By the time the next day we tried to go see, they were gone. They were actually processed, and I'm, I'm doing air quotes here, they were processed by the border patrol and released into our country that quickly. 
And there's no way uh, you could process 1,500 individuals that quickly. This just goes to show that this catch and release policy under the Biden administration is dangerous as we don't have the ability to vet every single individual that's coming into our country illegally. Now, another piece uh, that that is a part of this is how they're bringing these individuals across. And I'm showing a picture here of a truck. And and by all appearances, Victor, this just looks like a, a truck that might be carrying, I don't know, gravel or, you know, some some other, uh, you know, earth uh, part form i don't know i mean they could be carrying anything right uh talk to me about how they use these trucks they, they've been using these trucks for a long time to smuggle uh undocumented people uh past the security checkpoint of border patrol for those of you who don't know border patrol has security checkpoints uh within 75 miles of our border throughout the the uh the the state of texas uh, along our border from el paso down to brownsville in this particular case you can see in the pictures over 60 individuals illegal individuals in the back of a truck but if you look closely you're not going to see women and children there these are single adult males that are being smuggled into our country. We have no idea who they are. We have no idea what intentions they have as they come into our country being smuggled. They're not turning themselves in when, in fact, if they wanted to, they could because the Biden administration would just, quote-unquote, process them and let them in. So why aren't they being, uh, why don't they want to turn themselves in and seek asylum like everyone else does, like the others do? Because these individuals more than likely have criminal histories, our prior deports uh, have uh, convictions, not just in their home countries, but in our own country. They've been convicted here in the United States and served prison times and have been deported. And guess what? They're coming right back into our communities. And this is one of the way they get transported by the cartels. Now, one of the things that I see in the back of this truck is individuals that are in camouflage. Can you talk to me about this next picture that we're looking at? These are individuals in full camo gear. Uh, it looks like most, most of them have, you know, military-style boots on as well, uh, sitting face forward. Uh, talk to me about this picture. This one is up further uh, uh, north uh, in the border near Hudspeth County, El Paso County, then Hudspeth County coming down the line there, and uh, Sierra Blanca, Texas, Van Horn area, which is very desert. Uh, I've done videos there where you can literally walk across the Rio Grande where the river, uh, there's very little water in the river. This is where these individuals were caught. Here's the thing. Why are they wearing camouflage? Why? Because they want to avoid detection at all costs from our Border Patrol agents. Now, we're lucky that these were interdicted, but how many of these have actually come through uh, what we call the gotaways? Now, these individuals did not come with this camouflage from their home country. They were provided to them by the cartels as they pay their fee to uh, get smuggled into the country and avoid detection by all means. Why are they wanting to avoid detection? I go back to my previous point. These individuals are individuals that have something in their history that they want to uh, keep from the United States and uh, them being detected to uh, be allowed because they would not be allowed to seek asylum. Agents would interdict them. Most of these individuals that were caught will be processed and then returned But here's the problem. They'll be coming right back the next day as soon as they get released back into Mexico. This is really a very, a very scary situation that we're looking at right here, uh, quite honestly. And and I I have to ask you, 
Um, you know, you, you mentioned that the cartels are involved in this. Um, how organized are the cartels as it relates to bringing these people across? Um, highly sophisticated, highly sophisticated organizations. You know, the word cartels and drug cartels do not uh, give them the, uh, the adequate uh, credit, and I hate to say that word, but these individuals, these associations, these criminal organizations are not just street gangs. They're not uh, pushing dope in the corner. These are highly sophisticated criminal networks that have uh, presence in all of the United States and 40 countries abroad all over the world. And yes, they're, they're headquartered in Mexico, and that's where they run their business business out of from, but they are highly sophisticated. I tell people, think of them as Amazon distribution centers, billions of dollars to work with. And the only difference with them is that they work in extortion, kidnapping, murder, and terrorism. That's what these cartels are. Let's talk about our next slide as uh, we're going to run out of time here, and I want to get this in. And that has to do with these small children that are on our screen. Talk to me about the, the children and the child trafficking that's going on. It continues as a subject matter expert in, in human trafficking. I've seen this a lot. I've seen it a lot, uh, unfortunately, in my career. I rescued many women and children from these horrific conditions. And the ones you see here is another example of two children unaccompanied, or in this case, accompanied by strangers, not their next of kin, not their father or mother, and uh, they're left there in the desert. It happens all the time. These kids are trafficked. They're being recycled. They're being used. They're being uh, uh, utilized as a prop, if you will, to enter other groups illegally into this country as a family unit. Some are just then uh, taken into the United States, and you know the details are gruesome from there. This, this is a reality that I think people have not woken up from of how we are endangering more of our children and families and women uh, as this open border policy continues under this administration. Talk to me, final picture, and that is uh, the the bands that are in this man's hand. There's blue bands that are in this hand. What are those used for, and what does this tell us about what's going on? That's me. That's me holding that blue band as I was down there on the border, and you'll see these, uh, these bracelets, color-coded bracelets, part of the sophistication of the cartels that they themselves have categorized the, the, the people into different categories depending on where they want to go, depending on how much money they've paid, depending on how much money they might owe the cartels. They have then color-coded them in uh, whether you're women, whether you're a child, whether you're a single family unit, whether you're a single adult male. Uh, they have actually have done this for the for the. Border Patrol. So when Border Patrol gets them, they are starting to see the patterns of the different colors as to what categories are coming in as the cartel has already separated them in other different groups on the on the Mexican side, on the other side of the border. And yes, uh, some are for children. Some are for all these different groups. And you see these bracelets uh, laying around the border, uh, unfortunately, many, many locations. Victor, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us to talk about this again, folks. They're using regular trucks, people in the back of the trucks. You've got those that are coming in camo. You've got a number of them that are that are there. And then you've got children that are that are that are victims. I got contacted and, by uh, Attorney it's Tom. just absolutely horrific what these individuals are doing. Victor, thanks for being with us today. I do greatly appreciate your time. Thank God you. bless you. Thank you.
Hi, this is Pastor Greg, and you're listening to Chosen Generation Radio. Get more at ChosenGenerationRadio.com. That's Chosen Generation Radio, where no topic is off limits and everything filtered through biblical glasses. Hi, I'm Tim Sheff, a certified natural health practitioner of over 40 years. I want to introduce you to a product that changed my life. The product's called Vibe, available at cgrwellness.com. I thought I was on a good nutritional program before I discovered Vibe. I was taking the traditional vitamin and mineral tablets, wasn't really feeling any different. So I tried Vibe. Vibe is an all-in-one vitamin and mineral supplement. It's a liquid multivitamin. It's cold-pressed, whole food source non-radiated, gluten-free, and has no pasteurization. Vibe is like fresh juicing without all the work. It supports four areas of the body cardiovascular health, immune health, anti-aging, and healthy cell replication. Vibe is available in a 32-ounce bottle for home use or a very handy one-ounce travel packet for life on the go. The first time I tried Vibe, I had more energy in about 20 minutes. I started thinking clear. Even believe I slept better. Get yours today at cgrwellness.com. Coupon code CHOSENGENRADIO at checkout and receive $20 off your first order of $50 or more. That's cgrwellness.com. Coupon code CHOSENGENRADIO. Get yours today. These statements have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Any of the products do not treat, reduce, cure, or prevent disease. My passion is the fight for freedom. My father fought for World War II defending our country. Today, we are no longer fighting with guns. Instead, we are fighting an ideological battle for control of our country. By contributing to causes that support your constitutional rights, I am Patriot Mobile. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and my pillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my standard size my pillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Or you can get custom fit with my premium queen size my pillows, regularly $79.98, now just $29.98. Or my king size, regular $89.98, now just $34.98. So go to mypillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1 800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. If you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. So up next, we have Clan Slate. When you have different things like cancer and different diseases that are autoimmune related, it can really help with inflammation because you're helping clean the body. Clan Slate is a formula that's made from a natural orthosilic acid that basically is put into a formulation that's naturally occurring that uses different processes from polarization to heating to cooling to different types of catalysts which will go in the body and really help communicate to get rid of those things that don't need to be there. People don't understand why there's so many autoimmune disorders, but our environment's toxic. The land, air, and water have changed. We've been exposed to nuclear war, and the issue is if there's a nuclear bomb or there's pollution or there's war in one country, it actually affects everything up to the stratosphere. So we're all connected, and we've really got to clean things out. You can pick up your clean slate today at cgrforlife.com. That's cgrforlife.com. Pick up your clean slate today. You can support Chosen Generation and make a tax-deductible donation by visiting www.chosengenerationradio.com. And now, back to Chosen Generation with Pastor Greg.
Look, I am for marriage between a man and a woman. I am for life from conception. I am for following the Bible, and I believe that our founders started this nation on biblical principles. I am in support of our military and believe that America should play a role in world security. I believe our Constitution was intended for a moral people and that the Bible contains the only true moral code. I believe we are all born sinners and that God in His grace and mercy sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins and that if we will confess our sins, He is just and righteous to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I believe salvation Look, is not I am for marriage between a man and a woman. I am for life from conception. I am for following the Bible, and I believe that our founders started this nation on biblical principles. I am in support of our military and believe that America should play a role in world security. I believe our Constitution was intended for a moral people, and that the Bible contains the only true moral code. I believe we are all born honor towards the one who died for my sins. Faith without works is dead and is no faith at all. I believe that we will fall and that we need to have a repentant heart, and that God will ultimately bring us into perfect action through Jesus Christ spirit man perfected and soulish man in progress i believe that we are not to live in guilt and shame when we fall but we repent and get up and move closer to jesus i believe that if our nation will repent and turn from wickedness that god will heal our land i believe that as a christian i must occupy until he comes and that to call evil wicked and to warn about those evil acts is a part of the mandated christianity That to love also means to be willing to take the risk necessary to confront a friend with the truth in hopes that their heart will be turned because their life matters, even if it means in that moment they will possibly hate me. It means that I must risk scorn to stand for truth and that I can never sit silently by while evil attempts to conquer the world. God is my everything and Jesus is the love of my life. That does not make me weak but strong, not silent but bold, and not fearful but courageous. Therefore, if you are my friend, while we may not fully agree, know that I share what I share because I care. If you strongly disagree with these beliefs, they are not debatable for me. And you can, if you choose, unfriend me. I do not say this in anger, but in love. I wish for you eyes to see and ears to hear that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation and that God, not man, gets to decide what is truth, life, and the way. God bless you. And there you go, folks. Uh, Pastor Greg here, your host for Chosen Generation Radio, and that is uh, I believe, I believe, and uh, and that's what I believe. And and I'm speaking to you again, not as one who speaks to you out of uh, out of hate or malice or anger, but as one who speaks with a firm conviction and a firm commitment that Jesus Christ is the only way, the only truth and the only life. Uh, He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him. And ultimately, understand, you know, this is what changes. Why was America great? Why was America able to uh, supplant all of these other kingdoms and empires as as she was birthed and and become this great power look we we had we had to fight the french we had to fight the british uh we had to we had to fight all, all the indian the 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 indians we we had to fight the indians we we had we had and and everybody says oh yeah well look we stood you know well there's a lot more to that history than 
than, than just that. There were treaties that were negotiated. There were agreements that were made. Uh, there was land that was purchased. But anyway, that, that takes us down a, a, a rabbit hole. The point of the matter is, is that America fought and defeated nations and, and, and empires that were way, way better equipped should should easily have crushed us. But there was something that God was in the middle of doing. And even when it came to, you know, how, how we had to interact in those battles, there was another means to how we interacted with the individuals. It's the reason why, and I go. I will go back to the Indians. It's the reason why there's five chiefs that traveled all the way from Oregon to the White House to pay respects to the President of the United States for the missionaries that Congress paid for and the Bibles that were sent to those people that that the chiefs said you saved our lives. We all we, we were all fighting each other. We were all killing each other. We were stealing from each other. We were taking each other's children. We were doing all these terrible things. And then we were introduced to biblical Christianity. And it changed our lives. Uh, Steve Saint, uh, in, in, in what they did down in Ecuador, he and his family did the same thing. The missionaries that that died on on that beach, the five men that died on that beach, whose families that when it then went in and and stayed amongst the tribes and and brought those people to salvation. Look, the the point of it is is that salvation is is what changed the hearts and our founders, when they came, having a biblical foundation and a biblical basis, they understood, as, as Bill Federer said earlier in this hour, they didn't want a king. They wanted a republic. They didn't want a democracy. They didn't want mob rule. They wanted a republic, a representative republic, where the people, empowered and given rights and liberty, Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness coming from God instilled inside of them as a part of who they are, who we are. And yes, Scripture says, in the heart of man dwells no good thing. In the heart of the old nature of man. But read Romans chapter 6. Read the transformation that's taken place. Read what the Word of God says about those that are truly following you can throw any label on that you want. Labels are meaningless. Because faith without works is dead. It's your actions, not, not your labels. And the actions of true followers and believers in Jesus Christ are going to change and impact the surroundings and, and where they are and how life is lived out in those communities. That's what's going to make the difference. And, and our founders knew that. And it's why they made sure the very first book that they published was a Bible. 
And they made sure that every single family in all 13 colonies, irrespective of whether they were uh, Baptist or Presbyterian or Methodist or Methodist or, or Congregationalist or whatever they were, it didn't matter. We want to make sure you have a Bible because we know that if you study that Bible, if you read the Word of God, you're going to come to a truth, to a conclusion, and you are going to love your neighbor. And you are going to stand on proper moral ground, and you are going to govern yourself in accordance with the Word of God. And you won't step outside of that. And when you put Christ in you, crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me, the life I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God. That transformation, that's what changes a nation, and it's the only thing that will save America. I'm your host, Pastor Greg. We'll be back. Hour number two, Don Jans joins me coming up on the other side right after this brief break. <laughs> 